Hello, Black Girls and Media family. Welcome back to another episode, season four, episode three to be exact. I am your co-host Shelby Denise Smith, and today we have a very special guest. I call her Deb, but she will introduce herself <laughs> to you all a little bit later. She is a singer-songwriter from Elizabeth, New Jersey, and also a Billboard charting artist, okay? <laughs> Not only that, but she's on the administration side of the music industry, which she will get more into later. Deb, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got to where you are today. Sure. Okay. So yes, I'm Deb. And wow. Um, I grew up singing. I just always remember singing, always loved it. I never took it seriously um, until maybe college is when I started to really find, you know, my voice. I was looking for my voice. I was looking for what I really wanted to do. I was going to school for film. And um, after I graduated, I kind of was like, okay, like I love doing this. I love being on set. I love uh, exploring all of these things behind the scenes, but my passion, passion, passion was always singing. Um, and so I began to write. And so that kind of leads me to where I am today, which was just really focusing on the singing, on the writing, focusing on the lyrics. And uh, I didn't really start to find my voice until maybe about a year and a half ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's when I really started to kind of uh, grow into myself, if you will. Does that make sense? That's when I really started to discover like, okay, what does Deb do? What does Deb sound like? What does Deb write? How does Deb write? How does she want her music to sound like? And yeah, that literally started happening about a year and a half ago. You know, COVID, I spent a lot of time by myself. And so that really helped just being locked in my room by myself. Now, that's really interesting. Mm -hmm. now, delve deeper into that. Talk about how you processed through understanding and finding your voice. Oh, my goodness. How could I even do that? <laughs> I'm still doing it. Um, honestly, I listen to a lot of music and I just found myself, the way that I listen to music, I will keep one song on repeat for like days, um, for hours. And I will literally like grab my phone and just rewind to a certain section, rewind to a certain, a certain section and, um, and just dissect the song i'm dissecting what that artist is doing i'm dissecting uh you know how did they do that run and why did they put it there how did they come up with that why did they say this thing that line that they said that is crazy one artist that i love it's chance the rapper and mm -hmm. i love him because his pen is ridiculous like his pen chance is crazy and so i literally started to google his lyrics and read them and say, why is he saying, how did he come up with that? Like, I want to be able to write like that. I want to write smart. <laughs> I feel like that sounded just so not grammatically correct, but that's literally how I wanted to start writing. And so I think that's how I started to just find myself was just dissecting the artists that I really love and figuring out why they're doing the things that they're like, what's the pattern here? You know, so that's 
literally what I started to do. And like I said, spending a lot of time by myself, singing by myself without listening to the art, the other artists that I know I don't sound like. If I'm listening to only Ariana Grande, that is not helping me. I don't sound like her, you know? So that's not going to help me in finding my voice. I needed to find artists who I think I sound like and then try to find myself that way, if that makes sense. It does make sense. So do you just sing or do you like to rap a little in there too? So (laughs) I sing, but you know what? I recently wrote a song. It's not out. Uh, I want to release it soon though. Um, And it's a little kind of rappy. And the only reason why I did it that way was because the way that I was writing it, I just began writing and I was like, there's no way I can sing this in a flow that is going to sound correct. Like it needs to be a little bit rappy. So I'm going to have to now figure that out because Deb is not a rapper. And so (laughs) at all. And so I, um, I don't know, I'm, I'm not scared to, to try different things like that. So we'll see if people like it, they like it. If not, it's a song that I really enjoy mm-hmm. and it's done. So <laughs> okay, I love the creative yeah. exploration. Yes. Okay. yes. <laughs> so what are some other artists? Who are some other artists that inspire you? Let me think. Okay, well, I said Chance. I love Chance. Um, I listen to a whole ton of gospel. And again, I um, I literally listen with the intention to learn, with the intention to dissect music. And so it's not just that I'm like so spiritual that I only listen to gospel. It's literally that there's times where I will listen to Kirk Franklin specifically because I want to hear why he inverted in the piece of the song that he inverted like why did he do that and so I kind of want to replicate that when I'm creating um so I love Kirk I love all the OGs like Hezekiah all these people um but I really really look up to Chance I love Lauren Hill um uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, I'm trying to think who else. I recently started to get into uh Leanne Le Havis. Like she has been her tone and just and her lyrics as well. She's very different. Um, and she's very jazzy. And that's something else that I'm trying to kind of sprinkle into my music is a little bit of that jazz feel. And so she's a perfect example Robert Glasper another amazing jazz uh producer writer and so those those people those are the people I'm trying to study right now mm. yeah You're a student a lifelong student honestly oh, wow <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah I mean I'm, I'm still discovering myself so it's like I have to do the work you know too but it doesn't feel like work it just feels like I'm you know, I'm just doing what I've always been doing, except being more intentional. Mm, when it doesn't yeah. work, that's how you know it's your passion. Yes, yes, yes. So for those individuals who are in college or post-grad and they really want to transition into the music industry, how do you 
advise them to do that because not a lot of programs, like you said before, your background was in film and TV. Mm -hmm. um, they don't really focus on the music side. So how do right. you advise students kind of navigate the industry post-grad? Yeah, um, honestly, this is going to sound so corny because I remember being told this so many times at film school and I was like, this is so corny. Like, how is this ever going to help me in life? But until it helped me. <laughs> and so I'm just going to repeat what I was told and what has helped me. A few things. I think being a genuine person and um, seeking genuine relationships, a lot of people network with the intentions to gain and with the intentions to like, what can you do for me? And so I'm going to network with you and try to build this fake relationship because of what you do. And so, and you could feel that. That's why it doesn't work. <laughs> That's why that doesn't work because people smell it. Yes. You, can, you can just, you know, when somebody is trying to uh, be friends with you or connect with you because of what you do. And so people smell that and they walk away. They're not trying to work with you. They're not trying to stay for long. And so I think my advice would be like being willing to meet other people, being willing to throw yourself out there, being willing to, willing to slide into some DMs, but being genuine, you know, be just, that's, I think that's how I, I'm reconnecting with someone that I connected with a couple years ago when I lived in LA. Mm -hmm. um, and there's, potential to make music I'm still kind of like you know we're kind of waiting to see on that end but all I keep thinking is had I never made that connection a couple of years ago when I was living in LA if I wasn't like I literally remember just babysitting you know this person's daughter and like if I was if I wasn't if, if I was just trying to gain I think there would not, there would never be future conversations about any possibility of writing some type of music or coming out with something. And I just keep on thinking about that. Like, wow, if I never A, threw myself out there and was willing to just meet other people and come out of my shell and B, if I was just trying to be friends with this person just because of what they do, I would not like there would there would not be future conversations about anything mm. about nothing and so networking 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 but being genuine being genuine for like I know it sounds like corny advice but I'm so serious it works it works that's good. Yeah. And it's funny that you mentioned LA because I know a lot of people think that they need to move to LA or Atlanta mm -hmm. or New York mm -hmm. in order to make it in the industry. So yeah. as someone who lived in LA and is now in Jersey, yeah. do you find that to be true? Um, absolutely not. <laughs> because we live, it's 2021. Everything is about social media. Everything is, you can connect with anybody anywhere especially with music, I don't need to be at that location. I have a mic in my room. I can record in my room and send you my vocals. Like everything is digital. I can literally, um, you can, I can have you engineer me from being in two different places. 
So even if I don't know how to engineer and record my own vocals, I can just have someone else do it for me without even being in the same room. That's how crazy advanced this digital world is already. And so you really don't need to, all it takes is, sure it helps like networking in person, of course, um, but networking on Instagram, networking on LinkedIn, all of that works. You know how many people I've connected with on LinkedIn? <laughs> Come on, like all of it works it works so you don't I don't think that you need to and you know what I didn't start finding my voice until I got back from LA if I never came home and really uh spent a lot of time by myself I wouldn't even be where I am today so I, I had to leave <laughs> I had to leave LA to come here to Jersey uh to get to where I am now wow that's good advice yeah. and that's an interesting perspective um, you have a billboard charting song out called Blood oh and Bigger Than Water. Yes, yes. So take us through that production process for those who are new to the music field or don't really comprehend how extensive it is. Yeah. Okay, so, so I'll tell you how basically I came into that. Um, again, I just was connecting with someone on Instagram and... I just decided to follow their page because I was like, oh, they look like they have cool like music marketing information on there and I want to know more about the business. And so we started to just build this um, authentic relationship just off of Instagram. We ended up meeting in person in Atlanta. And shortly after that, I was working for a little bit just on some of their music and uh, learning more about the music business and music marketing and things like that. Like I had never dove into the business side at all. And so that was a really, really cool experience. Um, so after working on a few songs with them, just on the business side, I wasn't writing, I wasn't singing. I was strictly doing marketing. Um, they had asked me to sing and write on Blood and Thicker Than Water. And so I remember I was in Atlanta and I was working on this separate project with them and they go, Hey, would you want to like write on this song with us? And immediately I was like, okay, but like, you know, if y'all going to be cussing on this song, like I can't do it. Like, you know, <laughs> and so immediately I got discouraged because I was like, that's how this industry is. Like, they don't need you. They will find someone else. But I was like, I just have to be true to myself and authentic. So let me just go ahead and let them know, like, you know, what I do and what I don't do. I'm willing to be a part of it, but this is what I'm not going to do. And so they were like, no problem. Like, this is what the song is about. It's going to be about uh, sexual abuse toward children, really. And, um, and we just want to make an impact and we just want to, you know, this is what we want to do with the song. This is where we see it going. This is where we want to take it, et cetera, et cetera. And so I said, okay, cool. I hope I could do this. Praise the Lord. Like, let's go ahead and write. So we ended up writing, uh, that day we wrote and recorded the whole song wow. that day. Yeah. That was the that quickest now? production I had ever experienced in my life. <laughs> um, so that was really cool to be a part of because I had never seen music move that fast before, but it just flowed. Like when it just flows and when you're with people who, who are kind of on the same 
a music wavelength as you I hope that makes sense then things just kind of mesh you know it doesn't it didn't take long for us to do what we needed to do um after that we were already setting dates you know to release the song and we were doing a lot on the back end with uh with music marketing and I was sending a lot of emails out to uh you know, different organizations and letting them know that we're coming out with this song. Um, I was making a social media campaign and all these different things. And um, before you know it, the song releases and the stories started to come in of people listening and people saying, oh my gosh, I never told anyone this before, but I went through that too. I went through that too. I I got so many messages like that. It was so crazy uh, from people that I knew too. And I just was like, wow, God, like this is, this is definitely bigger than what I thought it was going to be. Um, and then a week later, it ended up charting um, on the billboards at number two. And I didn't, I think I almost cried. Like I didn't see that coming at all. I, I just never it was crazy because then I was officially able to call myself a billboard charting singer songwriter. And I think that's what I honestly, and that one was that, that was in October, November of 2020. I think starting from there, which was very recently is when I really started to feel like, okay, that we could do this, you know, like, we, I never felt like that about myself. I never felt like I could sing like that or write like that. I never thought I was all that. I still don't think I'm all that. I just feel like I can do it now, <laughs> you know? So yeah, that was truly, truly an experience. Um, seeing number two on the gospel billboards, seeing my name and next to artists that we know like that to me is just so it's so humbling it's so like god god what are you doing <laughs> like what's happening um so yeah that was that was that and it was awesome it was awesome yeah it sounds like heaven's or how i'm hearing it is like heaven's validation of your process throughout quarantine throughout the self-discovery throughout even moving out of a major city and coming mm -hmm. back home i feel like there was probably stuff on there's more to why you even came back home and had to do self-discovery but it yeah, just yeah, sounds yeah. like heaven's validation of your process and yes. um sticking to what he has assigned you to do and within the guidelines he's provided for you yeah 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 no definitely and I think adding to that um it just was a lot of okay god I don't know what's going on but I'm gonna just I'm gonna just do this you know I don't know what's going on but I'm gonna just let you do you I kind of give up at this point so god <laughs> you know you take over because I give up I don't know what I'm doing like I don't really and so I feel like that also has been I think from the start of quarantine, really, I just was like, okay, God, like the world is shutting down. Nobody really knows what's going on. <laughs> Truly, nobody, everyone is all is, is in the same boat. We're all like, what is happening to the world right now? <laughs> and so, um, yeah, I think just taking it 
piece by piece and step by step. I feel like God does this to me all the time. I feel like I, okay, you know how like when it's really, 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 really dark outside and you have your phone light and you're walking, you can only see but so far. You really could see your feet with your phone light and that's about it. I feel like God does that to me all the time. And I'm just like, okay, I know the very next step, I think. <laughs> so I'm gonna just take that one. God, I wish you would show me more because all I see is is this much. Um, but it's beautiful. Hindsight, you know, hindsight, you're like, oh, it's beautiful. When you're going through it, it's a little difficult. <laughs> right. And that's really his goal for us to come at the end of ourselves to be reliant on him. Mm-hmm. Um, when he was taking them to the promised land, he said cloud by day, fire by night. That's all the instructions he gave them. Uh-huh. He didn't give them the roadmap. He didn't give him strategy and design. He said, cloud yeah. by day, fire by night. You follow that and I'll get you to where you need to be. Yes, so yes, that yes. reminded me of your story and process. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's so real. That's so good. So you have really done it all. You've done music marketing, you're no. singing, songwriting, <laughs> like you've dabbed into everything. So to close out, what is next for Deb? Oh my goodness. What is, that's the question of the hour. That is the question of the year, honey. Um, Honestly, I'm not sure. Honestly, I am singing, I am writing. um, And I'm just, I have a ton of songs in my pocket. Like I go through my laptop and I'm like, I have all these songs, all of this music, like, what am I going to do with it? Do I want to just release singles this year? Like, what do I, am I releasing an EP because I could, because I've written so much, like, you know, what am I going to do with that? Um, and so I honestly feel like what's next is just doing what I've already been doing, which is just meeting people who love to create as much as I do and, and doing that, you know, so yeah I think that's really it that's really continuing to sing and write (laughs) I don't I don't have like anything specific um happening that's coming up but I'm kind of okay with that you know and that's a good place to be yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) so if people hear this episode and want to connect with you where can they do that y'all can follow me on instagram (laughs) deborah d-e-b-b-e-r-r and um if you're a musician if you're a singer please dm me i love creating especially if you're in the jersey area we can get together and really create something so dope like i said i have my mic um (laughs) so please 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 let's create, let's, please don't be afraid to just, hey, Deb. (laughs) So. Love it. And that is season four, episode two. Thank you so much for everybody tuning into Black Girls in Media, the podcast. I'm your co-host, Shelby Denise Smith. You can follow me at Shelby Smith and our podcast page at BGIM Podcast. Thank you. Have a great Western rest of your week. Love y'all.